Swan is gonna have Raguesta Guise here, aka KP, aka the Red Goat, coming to you with another TTS episode. Um, each episode is unique and it's unique in its own self because each story can touch an individual that a different story couldn't. So our goal is to divide, uh, dive into people's lives, ask questions, and bring out you know what I mean the truth of what they've experienced through life to get to their struggles and and the, where they're at right now presently. Uh, right now, we have a special guest. If you could introduce yourself, please. Hey, what's going on? This is Jay Rays, a.k.a. Jay Montega. Niagara Falls, New York, in the building. The whole Western New York, Buffalo, Rochester. Shout out to the whole state of New York. Okay, okay. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you. So, obviously, you indicate that you're from the falls, the dirty, dirty waters. 716, you already know. Niagara Falls. So, what part of the falls were you from? Niagara Falls, East Side, 5th Street. Downtown, huh? Yeah. What was it like as a youth growing up in there at uh, Wild Wild West? I could tell you, listen, like, it, it, it felt like a movie, like, because, like, I would watch movies. I'm like, damn, this is, like, kind of like how I grew up. This is, like, kind of like my environment. Um, it, it reminded me of, like, New Jack City growing up because that's when the crack epidemic kind of, like, swept the streets, okay. you know, and it had, like, a negative impact on our environment. And we seen a lot of individuals that were successful, and then also their lifestyle just came to a plummet. You know, it's just, it was just kind of like surreal. You get what I'm saying? In that aspect, just visualizing this, you know, watching this transpire in front of you. So being a youth, seeing that, you know, I mean, see the glamorization and the success of the, you know, I mean, the sales and all that, and having uh, a family homestead. How did that impact you as a child? Like, did your did your parents and everything condone to that, or did they try to educate you to stay away from that? Or how was that growing up in that time and experiencing well, you know, that? You know what? I'm glad that you elaborated on that because I could vociferate this right. Growing up, and I I lived in the the worst environment as far as my neighborhood, but also I had a mother that worked, and her side of the family they worked, and I got. Another side of the family, they worked, but also they was involved in the street life too. Like my, like the neighborhood I grew up in was just, it was a crack environment. All hustlers, prostitutes, dope boys, you know, killers. So when you mix all of that in one, you just have you got you you adapt to one lifestyle, then you 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 have a characteristic of family members that impact you in a positive way and a negative way. So all of these things that 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 are indoctrinated with inside yourself, they transpire to other things. So that, you know, it was a struggle growing up in, in, in that in, in, in those type of environments. It wasn't all always a convivial environment, you know, seeing people shot, killed, dope. It just it was just not a normal environment for a, a child to grow up in. It's on a negative note, Niagara Falls has been underrated for all the crimes committed and not saying that to, you know, pinpoint to put somebody on the map, but there used to be, it still is a hostile environment that a lot of things don't give, you know, spotlighted. I can add to that because you know why I, I can say this is the fact that Niagara Falls is a one is a tourist city. It's one of the wonders of the world. So a lot of the crimes and a lot of things that happen in, 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 in Niagara Falls in our city is not reported yet. Yeah, you know, they don't want to scare tourists away from visiting our city and stop the, the 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 residual income that comes into the city, which most of the time that money is not even put back in our community. I just hit a pothole on the way here. I I'm damn near chipped my damn tooth in the pothole. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you know? as far as dirty waters, they stay stagnant in those potholes too. Just so you know, <laughs> Shit, the, the steering wheel and the bends is turned sideways. I'm gonna have to go visit my, you know, the dealer. No, they're going to charge me arm in the leg. <laughs> so let's take a dive into school. What was it like? Would you consider yourself growing up as a leader or a follower as a kid? I was always a leader. You know why? Because I've never felt like I fit in every in, in, in a lot of things because I had a lot of different views in life and a lot of different morals uh, because uh, I'm the youngest out of all my older cousins. All my cousins is like five, ten years older than me. So I never really related to too many people my age. So, you know, I always felt like I didn't fit in because 
my views were different. A lot of the dudes were followers that I grew up with, or they just was going down a different path, or they didn't. We didn't see the same ideology, or they were living vicarious, vicariously through other individuals that they idolized. I didn't really have too many people that I idolize or, or look up to. You know, I just kind of did my own thing. You know, were you sports inclined? Absolutely, I played sports. That's what actually made me a team player, and and you know. When you it, it, it when you are a team player, you have brothers that you win, lose, where you practice every day, where you sweat, you know, you go through vicissitudes, ups and downs. You know, that teaches you a lot of discipline and also it teaches you to value other people's time and also people as an individual. You get to see people's characteristics as a person when they play, when they become a team player. You get to notice a lot of things about people and you analyze things and you know, so you know it Playing sports was a very, very uh, productive, not counterproductive, but productive part of my life, which um, I wish I was still playing sports sometimes, you know, when I watch the games. Absolutely. Sports is is a lot of our youth's uh, the way that we used to excel or ex- they release all those negative feelings and, and, you know what I mean, that we didn't even know what they were at the time. You're right. The f- frustration, the confusion, the jealousy. You know, a lot of us played sports to where that entertained our brain and, and, and put us in the positive manner of, of life. Right. It was an outlet. Just like how music was an out, is an outlet and still is. It kept me out of a lot of trouble. A lot of my friends passed away. A lot of them died from overdoses or got shot, killed, or whatever the case is. You know, that sports aspect helped me well grounded and then... I got to meet a lot of different people um, throughout different cities, states, just from the sports. So that kept me well grounded, and I thought a different way than a lot of different people that didn't play sports. So did you excel in academics the way you did in sports? Absolutely. Um, I graduated with um, an 88 average, B+. You know, and that's not common coming from where I grew up at. You know, it's not most people didn't graduate where I grew up at. And I was one of the few. I liked school, actually. You know, if, if you were to reflect upon that time, what would you say kept you there to like it? What? You know what? I had to. I, I realized that the, the people that were successful, longevity, they had careers. People that were successful, short term, they was in the street. So I had the best of both worlds. And also, I had to find uh, a silver lining in between the two to make me want to go to school and still, you know, achieve getting good grades and still having good attendance, having good punctuality. So I would get fly. I, I would, oh, it's a girl I like. Okay, all right. I'm, I look forward to talking to her. I like this teacher. She bad. I look, you know, I would find different things, different things to motivate me to go to school, you know. Okay. Many different. It's a multifarious amount of things that that I uh, that I looked at that motivated me to keep going and keep driving. So I, I remember you saying that you didn't really have nobody to look up to, but you seen that successful people were, you know, I mean, they did academics and everything. How did you not have an idolized Asian to look up to, but learn all these traits? Well, I did have people to look up to, but I didn't like, like as far as looking up to them. I had positive influence. So I had the positive influence, you know, of what to do, you know, what's a successful person looks like and, and what they achieved and what and what they've been through in order to be successful. So I had the best of both worlds. So I had the formula, you know, but I didn't, you know, my thing was I had a different state of mind. I had my own way of um becoming successful and I looked up to that point to where I can be the best I can be and kind of like I can incorporate all of their successes into my own and just you know run with that you know how do you measure success success is someone that loves doing what they do and you know what they're not struggling you know they love what they're doing they can take care of their family you know they impact others in a positive way that's mainly that they have so just to, because they're successful they don't struggle no you can't be successful unless you struggle 
You have to go through many vicissitudes. You don't even know what, what, what the, the formula is until you struggle. You have, you know, so many, I respect a lot of people that failed a lot of times and they kept going. They kept so going. The ones that got, got knocked down and just kept getting up and going. Right. Right. You know what? Because you gotta get, you gotta let go of your ego because ego tells people that it's okay to, you know, think that you can't, you can't do no wrong or that money is more important than the characteristics of a person and the grind. And then you got uh, ego is edging God out. You got to let go of ego. You know, that's one of the main problems that we struggle with in today, today's society, but most millennials. So let's talk about more so high school because that's where we're kind of stuck at, you know, with the academics and everything. Mm -hmm. What would you say was your most favorite subject and why was it your favorite? History. Really? I love history. All those lies they told in those textbooks? I know. I already knew the lies because my, when you're my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be real, bro. Listen, let's be real. Listen. All them lies, I can pinpoint a couple listen, of them. But <laughs> we, we can have a whole segment on that. My grandfather, we would read books. We, we, we would have hour-long conversations. He would be so surprised that I knew certain things. I knew certain things that I didn't even, like, I don't even know how I knew. But, like, I got in trouble one time. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> in was it, first grade, my teacher's like, Christopher Columbus discovered America. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yo. I was expecting that. But. So they had this little thing in the corner, right, called the Red Sea. So I was like, I rose my hand, you know, Miss so-and-so. How could he discover something when people's already on it? She said, you sit in the hot chair right now. <laughs> listen, like, man. Listen, man. Yo. What they taught in textbooks is not the truth, bro. I know that for a fact. They That's why I was getting in trouble. Listen, they don't talk about the agreements that they made with the Native Americans and, and the way that they manipulate their mindset with alcohol and drugs to mm -hmm. sign away their lives. And, you know, there's a lot of things that it's not disclosed in those textbooks. That it's very horrendous. It is. I mean. It's very egregious because... You're spreading lies. That's why it's his story. Exactly. Not the facts. No, absolutely. Look at the facts. You, I mean, you if that's the case, you mean they teach you about the history of money, but they don't want to teach you about money. Yeah, but you know, because, you know, you already know the reason behind that. That's another topic right there. I won't get into it, but it's it, what you're saying. It's many truisms behind the, the what you're saying. Basically, it's just like, you know, when you get your kids to believe that it's Christmas and the Easter Bunny and all this other shit. Excuse me. <laughs> no, but you... You, you're telling these fairy tale lies and you're continuously telling them and, and they're saying it's okay. And there's a lot of fairy tale lies that other people that's prominent figures to try to tell you. I can get in that topic, but they try to tell you certain things you like. They, they try to fault you for being um, intelligent or, you know, someone that's uh, perspicacious, that's intelligent, where you can read between the lies and the truth. You're, you're kind of like ridiculed and like criticized for that. You know, it makes people not want to speak out. But as far as high school, back to what we were saying with the high school, I don't want to get too off topic. The high school, I love school because I like to be well-grounded. Because growing up in my neighborhood, it was, so, it was nothing but negativity. So that was a place where I can actually be around different positive people, many different people. I'm a people's person. Sometimes I'm an introvert, but I like to be around people too. You know, I like to learn from people. When you stop learning from people, you stop growing as a person. So I like to learn from everyone, you know. Absolutely. As much as I don't want to be around nobody, you have to be around them. <laughs> I mean, for real, because <laughs> if I isolate myself, you don't, like you said, you don't learn. Right. You know, the creator was, was he created mankind to carry the duties of taking care of the earth, whether he sent the, the, the African brothers over to Africa, the Chinese people over to China. You know what I mean? The red people over here, you know, it's, it's, we all had our place and our purpose. Right. Indigenous people. Right. So it's just like, you know, none of this is recognized. Right. It's not because, um, it's not recognized because the wrong, the wrong, uh, message is being put out there. Even though I make songs, all my songs are not positive, but also I talk about my life experiences. Life is not always a fairy tale. No, no, and it's, it's not. It's, you know, and I strive on being real. You know, some things I can't, some things I got to omit. I can't talk about, but also I talk about as much as I can to where it's not incriminating, it's not um, putting other things, shedding light on certain things that don't need to be shed on. 
But you know what? Some things need to be talked about. And sometimes people are somnambulating. They're sleepwalking. They don't really know. So if we don't educate people and we don't like speak on certain things, we're doing a disservice to our people. And I say our people, I mean all mankind, everyone. I mean, because everybody got their phones and their their their, their ears open. Right. Absolutely. You know I mean, right. what you put out there, you know, people see and hear. And like I said, this youth is so misconstrued because the simple fact they they're brought into this world by kids themselves. Exactly. And those kids don't even know all the pro- proper principles and morals of life. Right. So they're not teaching these kids that. You know, it's it's it's. It's a fucked up world that we live in, really. It is, it is. And you know what? I realize that, and it's our duty. It is, it's, it's obligatory for us. Like, you know how we realize that? So it's an obligation, I feel, uh, once once I'm in a, in, a, in a, excuse me, a platform to be able to reach to you and talk to you. Like, this is the story. It's not to be canonized, not to be glorified. This is what I've been through so that you can learn from this and then, twist it to your or, or whatever you learn from me, whatever you take from me or any person that, that that's in that's in the spotlight, you can definitely turn your life around or use what applies to you or use it in your own way. But just don't look at it as a like I'm glorifying something. I mean negative like something negative should not be glorified. You know what I'm saying? It's not supposed to have a positive impact on you. You know, that's the problem with today's society. Even though I might talk about certain things, that's not to encourage you, you know? Absolutely. I mean, to make, like I said, I, we could get on topic of discipline and all this. As a matter of fact, let's talk about discipline. What, is, what does discipline mean to you? Discipline is having a fortitude to, to strive and be tenacious, to stick to your values and what you want to achieve in life. With that being said, what would you consider your five years or even your 10-year plans? My five-year plans is to stay alive, to still have the same mentality I have today, to still have the health that I have today, still have clean water, clean air, like, you know, no wars going on in our society. So, you know, just to stay alive so that I can achieve greatness. Because if you don't have health, you're not going to achieve anything. What is greatness? Greatness is whatever you want it to be. So how can you make, don't have greatness now? You said I didn't. You said you want to achieve greatness. I don't know. I was just asking. Mm-hmm. I want to achieve a better. I want to. I want to surmount a better greatness because I want to stay driving. I'm the, I'm insatiable. You know what I mean? I want to. I'm never satisfied. I want to keep doing better and better. I want to achieve. You know what I want to achieve? It's going to be impossible, but I'm still going to strive for the impossible. Like call me James Bond. What up, James Bond? Whatever. I want I want to be I want to strive for perfection. Mm. I'm gonna keep striving for it. You know, there's nothing in there's nothing in life that's perfect. Exactly. So but I can keep keep striving for it and keep going and keep that's gonna motivate me. You don't think that'd confuse you because you wanna, you know, I mean, making sure that the, the wheel spins the right way? No, I think that's gonna spin the right way when you have the right mindset. You know, when you don't let success or you don't let certain things get in the way of that um when you keep striving for greatness and you see and you keep looking for ways to improve how could that confuse you when you want to keep improving in life so basically there's no bump big enough to break that tire and there's no hill tall enough for that wheel to climb right no not unless we die Mm. okay so to my understanding you kind of had a little the struggle part of your life, you know, what was what would you consider your biggest hurdle in your life that you had to overcome or overcome in? Uh, my biggest hurdle was going to prison, you know, um, leaving my son, my mother, my friends. I don't even have friends. I have family. All like, oh, you guys are family. So leaving people that you care about that you can't. If they go through a hardship in life, I can't go to a friend's funeral, a family's funeral that passed away. I can't be a good son. I can't be a good father. You know, I can't be a good nephew. You get what I'm saying? And you don't, we sometimes are selfish in life. And I had to become altruistic, unselfish to realize that I had to spend time to myself. And I told myself, I'm going to come out better than I came in. And I strived on that. I had to work on that. And then when you have time to yourself, you have to work on all the things you struggle with. 
in order to achieve uh, uh, achieve that, you know. And so many people passed. I was in, incarcerated f- during COVID. People were passing away. We didn't even know we were going to survive. So it was just an eye-opener. Um, I changed a lot of things in my life, started working out. I was borderline diabetic, started working out, eating differently, following Dr. Sebi, you know, drinking a lot of alkaline water, eating healthy food. So, you know, I, I had to change a lot of things. And, you know, that was the biggest obstacle I had to overcome, realizing people I loved in my life, I couldn't be there for because I'm very big on, like, I'm a very family-oriented person. I'm a cancer, July 5th. You know, I'm a cancer, so you know, that's my sign. So what was it like? Elaborate a little bit on watching your son, who's a very successful upcoming lacrosse player, go through the struggles that he had to go through being, you know, a, a mixed race because you being African and his mother being native, you know, he, he has the rights as a native because his mother is native. Right. So, so how, how was it? How, how, how did that impact your life of what you were going through, seeing him go through his success without being the father figure there for him, like in, in a physical aspect? You fought as far as being in prison. Yes. Well, it didn't really impact who I wasn't going that long, but it did impact me. Ever since he was born, I was the first person he saw. Colors, I cut his umbilical cord. The first person he saw when he came out. I got nothing but, my phone is nothing but pictures from the day he was born and all the way until now. You know, it, it, that was the biggest impact, the biggest hurdle I had to overcome is not being there for him. He's so used to me being at the games, being there that he could just call me anytime, no matter what time of the day is, I'll pull up. So, you know, that was the main thing that uh, affected me. He not Him not being able to reach out to me for me to pull up, show up, do whatever it is that I need to do. You know, he's so used to be, he's so, was so close, is so close to me and having that taken away from a kid is just detrimental. It's, you know, it's devastating. I mean, especially the success that he has in lacrosse. Right. And then, you know what, him, me being there the whole time, you know, that his, I got him into sports when he was four and went to every practice. I didn't even wrestle. I learned the technique, taught him. He won the whole state for New York for our section, section six. And then he quit the next year. <laughs> but I'm happy that he found something he loved, which is out here with the lacrosse. Mm. I'm always going to support my son in anything that he does. He's a great kid, you know, and then we've always had a lot of talks, taught him a lot of things in life to where it didn't really affect too much of our relationship because we spent so much time together. And he knows what type of person I am. And he knows I love him to death, mm. you know. Like I said, stay tuned, boy. That his lacrosse career is just getting started. <laughs> and you know what? It's such a icebreaker because sometimes we are indoctrinated and brainwashed by other entities for us not to like each other. But when we get around each other, it's like all the lies we were taught not to like each other. There's like, what is this? Like this person is cool. This person is cool I'm from this area, from this place. It's like it's no reason for that. And He's like that silver lining in that because he's a part of, he's the best of both worlds. And people are taught not to believe certain things. They're taught to believe certain things. And then when certain things transpire, it changes people's outlooks in life. So like he's like a gift to everyone. I mean, especially being traumatized, it's hard to change the people's views of things after they, you know, what they've experienced, not just in that situation, but a in life in things. general, you exactly. know? Exactly. It just takes a special person, a special situation to happen to bring people together. And as you know, <laughs> brought a lot of people together. You know, just him alone. You know, everyone loves him. Absolutely. You know? he's, a, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal young, young, young man, you know. Yeah. So, okay, well, I know you elaborate a little bit on going, going away and going to prison. What, what did you actually get locked up for? Man, listen, I got locked up for conspiracy to illegally transfer firearms. <laughs> I still don't even know how I got charged with this shit, but it was all right. When they started trying to charge other people, I was like, you know what? The feds are dirty, so you know what? They they operate in a different way, wavelength of thing. And I was I'm just going to set responsibility for it because no one else is responsible for this but me, mm. you know? And that's the part of taking um, accountability in life, you know what I'm saying? You, you take accountability. If you're in the wrong, I'm not, man, I'm not too good enough to say I'm in the wrong. 
So if I'm in the wrong, I'm not too good to say I'm sorry or I apologize, things of that nature. So I got locked up for that. You know, um, that was my first time getting a getting a, a, a felony, you know, class D felony, which was charges, the white collar charge, you know, because guns came from a, a, a federal store or whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, that didn't like actually have a, it had a negative impact, but it also had a, a twist to it, too. I met a lot of good people in life. Um, I got a chance to work on things and, and, and improve my life and, and, and change my life and turn it around, just like the trials and tribulations that, you know, we're talking about. So you could, you would consider a re- refocus of life. Exactly. I got a chance to reform things, revamp things. I had a lot of time to think about what I needed to do because sometimes our our judgment is shrouded out here. And if we have the wrong people around us, sometimes, especially being impacted by the, the surroundings, exactly. So you know what? I had that time. Sometimes we need that time to ourselves. I totally agree with you. I, like I said, I've experienced you know what I mean setbacks in my life that I thought was going to be the, the the end of my my life. I know. I'm I'm actually very proud of you. Very proud of you. I know this the segment is on me, but you know what? It's not about all me. It's about trials and tribulations. You know, people need to know. Like you know, say I'm very proud of you. You change your life around and you do excellent. You know, I'm very proud of you. You gave me motivation. I appreciate that, bro. I, and that's my that's my whole purpose in life. You know, I wanna I wanna spark that be that candlelight that that is talked about forever. That just encourages people to stride to you know take those fears on and conquer the biggest fear in life. You know, what I mean that's the unknown. Right. You know, so that I want to be that inspiration that shows that life ain't perfect. I don't care how successful you are. Life is not perfect, but as long as you keep getting knocked down and getting back up, it doesn't matter. You're you're gonna you're you're gonna be you know I me mean, destined for greatness. You're right. And this this journey, yeah. this journey, people fail to realize is a unique journey. Not every journey is mapped out the same way. You know, I'm here to learn from you, or vice versa, or 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 eighty, or or anybody that we encounter along our our travels. Right. You know, we 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 are set here for a purpose to to learn and teach from each other. You know, and then it's it's. It's it's a unique thing that I could I I mean yeah you know I mean a lot of people don't know my story and you know it's each 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 episode some some of it gets disclosed you know and it's 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 a blessing you know it's a blessing that we we can sit in the same room and talk about this rather than sit there and glam, glamorizing about what we used to do and you know what I mean what we thought we were that's the maturity of life and you know what it's very vivifying you know what and it's and it's um. When we go through in life, we 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 actually realize what we go through, and we value our peace and our serenity and our equanimity, and not having to look over the police or look at the blinds and be like, because we know <laughs> it was something's going on. We did something. It could be something minor, but you know what? It's a good feeling when you know you're you're in a good state of mind frame, and you're striving for greatness. You know, like we were talking about earlier today, you know, um, I was putting music on the back burner. I was just putting the streets first and I thought I was putting my family first. I wasn't putting my family first. I was putting my family first. I mean, myself first. I'm thinking that me making money and providing for my family and taking them on trips and doing these exotic things was something that was for them and it wasn't for them, it was for me. You know, even though they enjoy certain things, but also it was that was a selfish move. The only thing they really wanted was me to be there, mm. and me not being there was a had a more of a negative impact than it did than, than the things that I thought would create a positive impact. Because money doesn't make you as a person. You know, it just and what it does. Um, Money sometimes tell people that rules don't apply or it, it turns some people into people that they're already are or someone that's, you know, that's, that's, um, that could be, that could use disassociative methods, you know, but back to what we were saying with, you know, back to, um, with the high school and, and, and everything. And then like me going through the prison process and my son growing up out here, you know, everything has been a, a, a learning experience that I'm I'm willing to tackle and achieve and and overcome everything. You know, I mean that's that's our purpose in life because once you give up, you know, what I mean it's like quicksand. 
Oh yeah. You know, it starts getting deeper and deeper and deeper. Next you know, you suffocating, you know. We're warriors. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Each each individual is their own warrior in their own way. That's right. You know, it's and I like to tell people that we're all leaders, but we're also all followers because everything that we've done in our life has already been undone previously. Right. Just, just in a different way. Exactly. Nothing you know, new under the under the sun. You know, I thought maybe this turn would, would uh, you know, would be the tightness of the screw, realizing I over tightened it. <laughs> you know, some people know how to just tighten it just right. You know, it's every, life, life is unique. Right. So it's 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 a beautiful thing. Somebody, somebody might know how to tighten it this right, or you might know how to do this that they don't know how to do. So it's like with every piece of the puzzle. Absolutely. You know, we need each other. I'm still putting that goddamn last piece in the puzzle. I'll tell you that. Right. <laughs> You're going to put that in together. With everybody. <laughs> With everybody. Not right. just myself. Yeah. Everybody. Right. Ship's already sold. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but one thing I learned about money is they never taught you in school how to accommodate assets, how to utilize the proper procedures of the finances. Mm-hmm. You know, money is evil. I don't care what you say. It's a proven fact. They can print as much money as they want and not have the equivalent back into it. It can be evil if you let it. I mean, it's evil no matter which way you look at it. We all got our different, you know, you know it's, perspectives. It's, but, you know. It's there for a purpose, though. Right. It can It can be, I would say this, it could be negative, it could be evil, and it could be positive. It just depends on the person who has the money. I mean, how you take a $20 bill and flip it in half and you got the Twin Towers on one side, you got the Pentagon burning on the other? How you got a dollar bill with, you know, with the pyramid on it? With the unseen eye. I'm not going to get into that. Cause I, don't, <laughs> I don't need... No, I mean, hey, bro. Listen, we've already talked about that in past episodes. Listen, <laughs> I, I don't want the men in black pulling up in front of my... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can defend myself, but you know what I'm saying? I don't need, uh, uh, you know, a redemption team pulling up. <laughs> nah, they... They only want certain blood. It's like mosquitoes. When you eat a banana, they want the ones that already ate the banana. Yeah, or the people that are influential, that has the knowledge, that's not sleep. Absolutely. They can't, they can't, you know, influence. They got independent thought process, just like that movie, uh, uh, They Live. When they say, when you look at the dollar bill, is this is your God. They say vacation, it means reproduce. You know what I'm saying? We're not asleep. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm, pineal gland is open. That's why you think we all, you know what I'm saying, share the same similar, you know, thought process and ideology, you know? But, you know what I'm saying? I just want in life just to just to make a difference and just to try to improve everyone. I'm not even trying to knock people down, you know, because we're, none of us is perfect. So, you know, once you acknowledge everyone is not perfect and you don't fault people for being them, and then, like, I just want to create more positive than negative, you know, and then... Still understand, you got to be you know, selfish, though. You have to. To a certain extent, you know what I mean? But sometimes you got to be allowed to, you got to be patient too. You got to play that yin and yang perfect, bro. Right. You know, it's a, it's a struggle. It's a visit to it. But you know what? I'm in, I'm, I'm in for the longevity incessantly. You know, it's a quotidian thing every day. Got to follow it. I'm not going to lie. You used some very articulate words. I ain't going to lie. I have to go back and look up at What the heck did he go? I'm sitting here scratching my head like, yo. Now, do you, you articulate those words in your music, too? Not all the time. I mean, I ain't got to lie, because you got my... <laughs> <laughs> I understand some of them, bro. I'm not, I'm not too simple, but some of them things, what? I got to get a dictionary. Make a note, 80. We got to get a dictionary up on here so I can understand. <laughs> I made suggestion, and he ran with it. <laughs> oh, yo, he's... But no, you know, you're, you're, you're very you're, you're very intelligent. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I I could say you know what I mean. I could see you studied the dictionary and, and accommodate a lot of your time to to further and better in yourself. You're right. You know, I like I like to be able to communicate with people on many different levels. Communication is key. Sometimes people understand you when you speak their language more than you say it in a different way. Absolutely. And I learned that being in prison. You got I got along with the Spanish. Italians, the the Africans, the the Islanders, the Black American, everyone, even like the the, the whites, every, I got along with everyone. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't just subjected to one area of life, you know, and I wasn't just um, 
how can I put it? Brainwashed to believe certain things. I was, I was. That you only have to be over here. Right. And, you know. That's the way I feel in life. You, you know, it's, it's, it's this life. We're meant to travel and interact with people and share our experiences. Right. They want to put you in a box. They don't want you to know that it's a whole world beyond here. Even in other countries. I was blessed to go out countries. You know, so when you're around certain people, they didn't want you to fear being around other people that don't look like you. What's your definition of fear? Fear is conducive to bad decision making. It is. And fear is is something that you, a lot of people don't recognize. They don't understand. Fear is when a lot of people, they don't understand the consequences. They don't know what's going on behind it. So with your music and everything, how would you say that you want to impact your community in a positive way? What would you do to assert your, your positiveness to uplift the community? The only way I can do that is right. It's telling my story. When I tell my story in the music, some people might not take it the right way. So it's my duty to like go to schools, to go to events and explain certain things that people might be confused on or get misconstrued, you know, or in, in like the actual, when I do videos, show certain things that grasp your attention and like that will impact you in a profound way to where you fully grasp where I'm coming from so you don't get it confused. Um, and I'll have to be open for other options too. You know, I can't just consider my options because I don't know everything. Hmm. How would you suggest to the younger you to keep going and keep striding and, and reaching your goals one by one? How, how would you how would you best educate and, and elaborate on that? I'm so happy you said that. I, I wish I could dap you up right now. That's that, oh, you that's can. The, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that. Listen, the younger me was the person that I am today, but I love money. I still do love money, but not as much. You know what I'm saying? Like money, I just love making money. I would do. So the values time. were different at a younger age. It was it was different uh, when it came to. I thought being successful was making a lot of money. Mm. I don't think that now. When I was young, being successful was having um, uh, uh, an ordinate amount of money. You know, that was my definition of being successful was having money. And I realized people that had a lot of money didn't have the same stress that I had and they have the same problems. But also they do have problems. I don't mean they don't have problems. They're just like everyone else. But when you are young minded and you don't know certain things, that is something that you can actually um, get confused of and be led down the wrong path. You know, you have to grow as an individual to learn it. That takes a lot of maturity and Things that you go through in life, so that, that's I'm glad that you said that because, you know, when you're young, you're a young man, you want the money, you want the cars, jewels, clothes, stuff like that, and that shit don't even really excuse my language. That, no, those things it's not even really as important, you know. Don't get lost in that, you know, people. That's 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 what I got from that message right there. Don't get lost in the in the finances of of, of the money. Start investing. Start making assets. Start making something that is more tangible than that dollar bill that's continuously printed anyways. You know, that's, that's, that's one thing. And that's what makes these stories unique is that each person uniquely finds their grounding point through their confusion of the chaotic life that they experience to the present point of their success that they are now. They view things at a different, different, you know, visual. Right. You're right. And what I've seen from these, these interviews, it's a humbling experience. It's not the crazy life that they want to continuously live. It's more like, how can I ground myself with all these, you know, I mean, these benefits? And you know what? You said the key word is humble. That is a, such a character. That's a, such a good characteristic to have, being humble. You know, like, you don't just acquire that or procure that overnight. Mm -mm. That's you something have you got to work. Yeah, that's something that you have to work hard for. 
I'm actually like, I'm thinking about that now. That's why I'm getting antsy right now. Like my body language is this from you saying that word, you know, being humble. And that's a lot of people have to do that in life. Sometimes our pride takes advantage of that. It robs us of being successful and having achieved being a humble person. It robs us of that. It's in the same category as having an ego. You always have to prioritize your 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 list of life to to get to where you're going. And don't ever be scared to check off you know your successes. That's where you're visually seeing that you're doing something. Dang, I did that. Dang, I did that. Whether it's jumping out of an airplane, whether it's climbing the biggest mountain, whether it's, you know what I mean, saving up $100. Right. You have that ability to show your accomplishments. And you know what? I struggle with that. Believe it or not, I do struggle with that. I'm my worst critic. One, can I suggest something to you? Yes. It's called a memory board. And I, when I suggest this to people, I'm not no median or whatever. It's a, it's a positive way to help change your life. And you put, whether it's an easel board, a black erase one, or a chalkboard, you put it right outside your door, you put it in your mirror, you put it wherever you see a lot of times, whether it's your bedroom, you're walking out, and you want it right next to your door, but you always put, just for today, I will. And then you put all these things that you were going to do. Just for today, I'm going to work towards a million dollars. But you got to be legit, realistic. How are you going to get that million dollars? Realistic goals, right. No, you that's a That's a good term, because when I was in the feds, I, had, I did our debt, and that was one of the terms, realistic. <laughs> but, but this, but the, what yeah. I'm saying, this is this is a key point to my success, to where I visualize and you know my my thoughts is not boggled with with the outside world. You know, I know okay every morning, every time I walk by it, I see it. Yeah. So so I remember all that, and as I check all those off, just for today, I'm going to smile extra. Just for today, I'm going to be happy. And go back to what you were saying, right? You know, you probably not look at yourself in that light, but actually, you are someone that has a lot of greatness that need the people. I uh, need to hear your your story. I can't wait till we do yours because people... We did mine, but it's... it's. I mean, honestly, and I'm not being arrogant, I didn't even reach success yet, man. I got so much I still have to do. This is this is, this is is something in the beginning that it's it's going to be a documentary that... It's like it's, therapy. It's, it's cathartic. It's like releasing. Like hearing your story and like, like for instance, are you saying, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not this and that and the third, but actually, you know... What you were saying is, is is has a lot of 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 meat and potatoes. It has a lot to do with being successful. So you're on your path to being successful. You might not think it might not help people, but actually it does. A lot of us, a lot of the times, we don't look at ourselves in that light. A lot of things that we share with people, we might think it's just, you know, minutia. Like man, you you know, like, and it 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 might grasp the attention or rivet rivet attention to someone. That we never thought it, it it would inspire. No, absolutely. I mean, I had a lot of people have reached out to me that me helping them has really helped me. Like, man, it's it's, it's a you know, like they may have talked about a, a mental health issue that they, that I helped them with, or just through my positive affirmations. But really, it's just like, dang, I really did say that. So it makes me go back and you know, it's it's some things people speak upon through a third party that they don't even know that they're speaking upon. You know, that's what makes each life unique. We all have a purpose to do, whether it's connecting the dots, whether it's uniting people, whether it's uplifting people, whether it's, you know what I mean, helping people. No matter what, we all have a unique duty to do, and it's our diligence to do it. You're right. And I notice about, you know what, you have a gift, you like to help people. You know what I'm saying? And I like that, you know, we all have our gifts, and once we learn what that is, you know, then we can actually capitalize on it and, and reach reach what what it is we need to reach to our full potential. You know, that's what I want to do with the music. Sometimes I'm, you know, I might talk about things I don't even want to talk about. I want to share with people, but also I'm, I'm not being real if I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm cheating my audience. I'm, I'm, I'm not being a person that, that, that is um, very similar. Like it's, it's just not real. You know, I have to, relate with the people because when you just show a person just one side that's not being real i'm going to show you the positive the bad everything you know and when we do that people are susceptible to that and they open up to that and then, and then you reach more people and then you can bring people to where you want them to be at through your journey and they can help you too it's not just it's a mutual thing those walls don't get lowered until you find yourself 
Exactly. Until you find yourself, those walls are going to continuously be up, and you won't allow yourself to grow in the, you know, I mean, the manner that you're supposed to. Some people help you find yourself, too, you know? Like, we need all need each other. It's a part of that puzzle we are talking about. We all cross paths for a certain reason, and we're not here to question it or nothing. Just continue with it. Right, and you know what? I try not to criticize people or judge people. You know, I just listen. Sometimes I don't even need to make a comment on something because all they need to, all they need is someone to listen to. Someone that needs, uh, they might need you to listen to them. That's it. Sometimes they don't even need a response. You know, they just need to vent. Absolutely. You know? They they find comfort in not everybody. You know, may not even find comfort in in, in, in a counselor that they could speak about. And when I go back to the music, it's like I'm so versatile. Like we all been through the same stuff in life. So for us not to all listen to the same music, I can I can make a song with anyone. Country, rap, reggaeton, you know, everything, you know, like because I've been around so many people, I didn't block people out. So, you know, I can relate to a lot of people. We all can relate to the same thing, you know. All of us been through certain things. All of us have been upset, pissed off, heartbroken, without money, with money, whatever the case is. We all been through stuff in life. Yeah. So I can talk about that. I'm not, you know, I don't want to be in one lane. I want to reach everyone. I don't want to just be in one little small tiny lane. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, like I said, we all accommodate different traits along our journey, and. I mean, if you guys notice original roots, that that's the whole creation of this. It's the good and bad of life, you know. It's whether you're entertained this side more or entertain this side more. It's 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 all a part of life. I want to say this too. Hold on. <laughs> I'm still waiting. Listen, y'all. I'm still waiting on my um black and white sweatsuit with the patch in the front. I still haven't received it yet. You got to stay out of it. You got to stay out of the gym, man. You're kind of too bulky. <laughs> no, it's, we, we got them. You know what I mean? But they fire a, too. Y'all got to go check it out. Joyce is fire. The sweatsuits is nice, but it's just, it's, it has a deep meaning to it. That's what I love about it. Absolutely. It definitely has a deep story to it as, as all of our lives do. So, um, it's starting to get to that point of this episode where we're going to start wrapping things up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'd like to ask, a very deep question. What's one positive affirmation you could share with the with the viewers right now that you could feel like you could help change somebody's view on life, their personal view on themselves, anything that you could share in the best set words since you're very articulate with them words to to touch somebody and uplift them. I'm gonna have to make that simple because I listen, um a lot of times People celebrate your failures in life. And they're real quiet about your success. So, with that being said, as long as you're doing the right thing and you know you're doing the right thing and you're doing everything that you could possibly do in life, that's a celebration and keep going. Don't ever let anyone steer you off the wrong path or talk you down or make you feel less as a person when you're doing the right thing and you're doing everything you could possibly do. You know, I don't care if you're flat, broke, rich, whatever the case is. That's, that stuff doesn't matter. As long as you're putting a thousand percent anything that you want to do in life, keep pursuing it and keep negative people out of your circle. Keep people in your circle that's going to be honest with you and real, but also they're going to tell you the good and the bad, not just the negative. And that's my advice to people from my heart. That ass serious. I look the camera in the face and tell you that that's from my heart. Yes, yes, yo, you heard him. Wake up with the intent to grow every day, whether it's a penny or knowledge. Get it all you live. Right. Where can these people find you on? What platforms? And you know what I mean? How do they reach you? And is there anything upcoming that these people need to pay attention to or, or be on the lookout for? I mean, you mentioned yeah. something about music and stuff. And Listen, listen. Warrior Records. Okay. If y'all don't know, it's up and coming. It's going to be the best record label to ever bless this country mm. not just this state or this city listen we're, we're 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 about to expand we're about to do some incredible things and i'm so happy and proud to be a proud of, a part of the process mm. a part of the movement at that you know so you can find me at on ig j r a z eight five 
you know, at on IG. And listen, that's and then our our the best producer I ever came across, DJ M eighty. That's gonna get it. Listen, no, the boom boom. He does listen. I listen. I'm just so happy to be in the in the project, beats, production, everything. The dude even builds MacBooks. Like what? Like like what do you get this for? Like it's an evil genius. But listen, (laughs) listen. You can yeah find me on SoundCloud J R A Z seven one six, you know that's the platform. Tap in and, everybody. It is tap in, you know, and just tune in. With that tune being in. said, we appreciate everybody tapping in, tuning in, and listen to this another special episode that Trials and Tribulations has brought forth to you guys. With that, we say Nyawa. Yeah, Montega J Rays signing out. Those of y'all that's watching right now, I don't talk that loud, so I gotta raise my hand around these two fuckers. (laughs) Bro, you ain't got a forehead, you got a five head. (laughs) You got a seven clan head. (laughs) Yo, why does it look like your nose you've been dropped on your face a couple times? Because it was. (laughs) You look. Hey, you look like you look like a green caterpillar right now. (laughs) On. Yeah, but What's wait, wait till I transform to that beautiful butterfly. Ooh, are you gonna take your ponytail out for that to happen? No, I'm gonna <laughs> give myself a beautiful haircut at that time. Yeah, this <laughs> Kermit the Frog in the face. Yo, your big ass head. You got a sunroof on your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>